This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hi, Tony. My name is Jennifer Gomez. I am from Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, so I listen, I just listened to your podcast, and my story um, is about my house that I'm currently living in. Um, I bought it very cheap. It was vacant for a really long time. Um, and from what I found out, um, it was because the owner and his wife passed away. And they left it to the daughter, and I thought this is a really good deal. It's an older house. It's about, you know, and it was it was made in the '60s, and it's a nice older neighborhood. And it was my first time buying a house, and I thought, well, this is a really good deal. I can't pass it up. Well, as soon as I started um, fixing up the house and getting it ready, I just kind of felt um, kind of like a heaviness, and I'm not really into paranormal. I do love your show, by the way, but I was always a skeptic. And uh, I had other people that would go into the house and tell me that they felt like there was some kind of a presence there that they were being watched, but I kind of just brushed it off as, you know, just, you know, just silliness or just them overreacting. Um, But when things started happening, when things really started happening was um, I had, I had gone to, sorry, I'm at work. I had gone to um, Mineral Wells, which I'm not, I'm sure you know is famous for having the Baker Hotel. Um, and there is actually this asylum there that I, I do still to this day don't know what the name of it is. Um, but my fiance and I decided to sneak into this asylum. And we heard that there was an old body sheet there, which was the wrong idea because I am Hispanic and my family is very superstitious. And so if my grandmother had known about this, she would have definitely told me not to do it. Um, but I wanted to be brave for my fiance. And, and so we snuck in and uh, as soon as we walked in, it just felt so heavy and like dark. And we started hearing noises and it was just the creepiest thing. Um, all the doors were open, you know, to the little room. There were chairs in the middle of the room. They looked just like an asylum. Um, you know, and I just, I couldn't do it. I, it was too heavy for me. It was too dark and, and feeling in there. So I kind of bolted out, right, right, I ran out and my fiance, you know, didn't know why. And I told him I just couldn't do it. Um, he stayed in there and he took pictures. And so the pictures he took, um, you can actually see faces in the pictures and it look almost looks like there's a glare, but there wasn't anything there anyways. So, um, you know, it, it, it uh it really affected me and I was so scared and I couldn't sleep that night because um you know his his mother we stayed at his mother's and she lives in the country but um things didn't really start happening until I got back um once I got back to my house which like I said I already felt heavy um I never and, and like I said I never saw anything but once I did get back I noticed that things started happening um in my restroom I would take a shower and I'd get done and later on I'd go back into the restroom and I noticed there were fingerprints on the mirror and they were so high up and they were long and skinny and I have two children and they're teenagers but you know I'd ask them both if they had been in my restroom and they said no but they were skinny fingerprints bony fingerprints um, and it just didn't look like fingerprints of, of a human. And I just kind of brushed it off and thought, well, maybe, you know, somebody was in my restroom. I wiped the fingerprints off and, and it happened again. And it was at this point that, like I said, uh, things started happening in the house. Um, 
my daughter was in the living room at one point and I was sitting next to her and she took a picture on Snapchat of herself and she kind of just gave me a look and um, she looked scared and I asked her what was wrong and she said, can you look at this please? And I looked and in the back of her, clear as day was a face and it looked like an old woman's face. And there was no way that it could have been a reflection of anything because it was just complete, uh, there was a complete empty space there. And I still have the picture. I, I should send them to you so you can see them. Um, so that, that's, uh, that was another thing that happened. Um, well, then I started getting really bad sleep paralysis in my room. And I, I, I always, I've always struggled with sleep paralysis, but this was pretty bad. And I wasn't, uh, compl- I was, I'm not a, the most religious person. I do believe in God, but um, it had gotten so bad that in the house, um, oh, oh, and then my, this is another uh, situation. My son um, was by himself in the house. And, and like I said, we've all felt heaviness, but no one had ever seen anything. And uh, he called me really scared. And this is a 17-year-old boy who's, like, not afraid of anything. And he said he was in the restroom one day, um, and he was by himself. And he said that he saw an arm, an, an older man's arm, reach in to grab him uh, from the side of his, his uh, eyesight. And then when he turned to the side, it was, it was gone, and he was so freaked out. So it was right then and there that I had decided to um, – consult with my grandmother because she's very religious, she's very Catholic, and she told me that I needed to bless the house with holy water. Well, I didn't know this at the time, but apparently you can buy holy water that's already pre-made. So, like I said, I am not the most religious person, so I took this holy water, and I sprayed it all over the house, and I said a prayer. Oh, and I also saged the house. And I think that this upset whatever was in the house even more. Um, because it just got worse. I mean, I was having sleep paralysis every single night. I was hearing laughing in my ears, just evil laughing. Well, I had gone back to my grandmother's again and told her that the, that the holy water didn't work. So she gave me a blessed rosary um, because I couldn't sleep in my room. It was so, it, it was, it seemed like it was all happening in my room. And, and, you know, um, even my daughter's friends would say they would see shadows walking into my room and then, um, you know, then they would see me in the living room or, you know, in the kitchen, and they didn't understand how that happened. Um, but I did get the rosary from my grandmother, and I slept with it. And that very night, I had a dream or sleep paralysis. It was sleep paralysis, I think, because I couldn't move, and I heard an evil voice laughing in my ear saying, you think that rosary is going to help you? It won't help you. Nothing can help you. And it was the scariest thing, and I couldn't move, and I was frozen. Um, and there was another instance where my daughter was so scared. She couldn't sleep in her room. She didn't sleep in her room for a week because she, I also have pictures of that as well. Sorry, this is kind of a long story. I'm sure you'll edit it if you decide to put it on. Um, but she did see, um, she did see a dark figure in her room and she saw eyes staring at her. Um, so she couldn't sleep in her room either. So my, I, my grandmother finally decided to get actual holy water breast. Uh, I'm sorry, blessed from the priest that she actually physically um, got from the priest and she gave it to me and I did it again. I I prayed and I said whatever was in the house needed to leave and um, I put holy water everywhere. And after that, um, it did feel a lot better, Um, a lot better. The heaviness lifted. I was able to sleep again. 
um, it, it was just really scary. Um, I don't know if the people, I know the people that own the house before me passed away. I don't know if they passed away in the house. Um, I do know that the house was left to the daughter, like I said, but there was also a lot of furniture left over from when they lived there and the, and the owners before I bought it said I could have it if I wanted to. And, and I'm not sure if maybe they were attached to the uh, pieces that were left in the house. Um, but I do know that my house is definitely haunted. Um, like I said, it's gotten a lot better. It's not as bad as it used to be. We still, you know, hear things every once in a while. My lights still flicker every once in a while, but I think whatever was, malevolent I think in that um in that asylum attached itself to me because it knew how scared I was and I think that it took itself home with me and that was the scariest time um for me at the house I think the spirits that do reside there um the the husband and wife that own the house before I don't think that they are malevolent they never bothered us before you know I would tell them stop if the lights would flicker or I'm not in the mood and 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 nothing else would happen after that it wasn't until I went to that asylum in mineral wells that really evil things started happening and um, luckily it hasn't been as bad and my daughter still won't talk about it to this day she hates when I bring it up we don't talk about it in the house because we don't want it to come back uh, it's to the point where I won't even watch anything paranormal in the house anymore because I'm so worried that I'm, I'm going to open the door. Um, but like I said, um, it's, it's not as bad now. So that's what I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more um, religious to a point where, you know, I do pray and, and I ask God to protect my house. Um, but it's definitely been an experience. And um, I really hope that you do put this on your show. Um, if not, I really love listening to your show. It's one of my favorite shows, and um, you're doing a great job, and you keep up the great work. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.